Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome to our monthly Country Doctor Herbals uh, Protocol Q&A. Q&A. Yes. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We have a couple of challenging cases that were submitted. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we want to thank you for taking the time to do that. Um, we always enjoy... We always enjoy doing whatever we can to support you guys, but we also um, appreciate that you take time to submit that information um, because it really shows how much you care about your clients and really positioning them to succeed with their um, program. So um, we're just going to kind of dive right in because we have a lot to cover. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is we want to talk about a case um, submitted by Laurel. Thank you, Laurel. Yes. Um, And she was very thorough with um, kind of the background and details surrounding this, um, actually a new client of hers. And forgive me if I don't say this correctly, because that is always definitely not one of my strengths, but um, it is a new client that has collagenous colitis. Mm-hmm. Do we think I said that correctly? I think you said it right. Okay. Yeah. Um, she is 76 years old. She is. Um, she was diagnosed... A couple of years ago now? A couple of years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she also had a left knee replacement and several other surgeries, mm-hmm. um, including back and ankle. Um, definitely is going to struggle with the bowels, which is going to be obviously common with any colitis cases. Mm-hmm. I know one of my first questions as Dan and I were reviewing this is, you know, there's these different um, types of colitis. Uh, you know, are they really completely different diseases or is it kind of spinoffs of um, you know, I think ulcerative colitis is kind of the most yeah, known common out there. Yes. So they tend to be somewhat spinoffs of um, mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. She is fairly active. Um, she does have sudden set like the sudden urge to go. So her bowel movements um, are very urgent and watery, diarrhea like. Um, so obviously that's going to be kind of a priority for helping get that under control because mm-hmm. that can really affect quality of life. Yep. Um, she's frequently hungry. Um, she's not happy with her weight, um, which is up to 175. Apparently she carries it well, though. But she carries yeah. it well, yeah. But it's funny because one thing I always like to talk about with weight, because when I talk about weight loss, people are really quick to ask me, how much did you lose? 
And I think the number of pounds really is never important regardless of the individual because whether it's five pounds or a hundred pounds, that feeling of being uncomfortable mm -hmm. is, is, is essentially very, very similar. Yes. And so it's really more about us being comfortable in our skin than it is you know, what our weight is. Like I've had people ask me, what do you think, what weight would be a healthy weight for me? And I'm like, wherever you're comfortable. It's yeah. not about a number. Yeah, where um, you can perform and do the things you want to do and experience exactly. life the way you want to. Yeah. That's what's comfortable. Yeah. That's, but the, that's the ideal weight. Exactly. The bottom line is that essentially um, she's not comfortable, nope. right? And mm -hmm. we want to do what we can to improve her quality of life. She wants to feel good more often Um you know, most of the time she mm -hmm. wants to feel well. Um, she is having her uh, keep a food log. That way she can review what she eats. Um, you guys know we drill. That is so, so important. So important. Um, she has begun some activated charcoal. I know probably one thing that's going to come up that I had mentioned was potentially ICF-2, mm -hmm. which does have the activated charcoal in there, um, which is going to ideally help support or minimize the diarrhea and that, um, you know, kind of uncontrollable urge to go. Yep. All right. Cool. Um, I think that's about it for yeah. case history. Should we kind of dive in? Because yeah, there's a lot to in. cover yeah. here. Um, there's, there's several questions that this prompted me to ask additionally, right? And mm -hmm. I, I really appreciate this group and I trust how well you do your client intake and your procedures and the questions you're asking and you're building the case history, right? There's there's so much that you are going to identify and you know learn about that client. The more you let them talk, the more you let them share, the more they have to fill out paperwork-wise and really capture their case history from many different angles, uh, the faster you're gonna come up with a, a solution that makes sense to them and gets results. And at the end of the day, that's what this is about, is getting people results with their health. Yeah. So one of the things that we're going to make a, you know, some conclusions about with this case is that this person's nervous system can respond predictably. Um, you know, it talked in here about having her, uh, she's had several, uh, you know, procedures. So one of the things that we always recommend is make sure the scars aren't creating neurological stress, overwhelm mm -hmm. to the system. Uh, wheat germ oil and sesame seed oil, or, or sesame seed oil, topically mm -hmm. for about 60 to 90 days, massaging mm -hmm. these scars can be amazingly beneficial in terms of changing the profile and that person's response around, okay? Mm -hmm. And I know that a lot of people, a lot of practitioners mm -hmm. um, coming out of schools aren't being made aware of just how, and the word is insidious, these scars can be on the nervous mm -hmm. system and how much, how problematic they can be from a neurological perspective, loading up, uh, overwhelming the nervous system mm -hmm. uh, with these scars that are present. And it takes 60 to 90 days to kind of get them under control. And um, wheat germ oil, sesame seal, light therapy. And the yes, light the LED. Yeah, yeah. LED, light it's therapy. It's important topically. to also know that, um, that even once we get a scar to calm down, yes that it can become active at any time at yep, any point. it can point. go back active, sure. And so it doesn't mean that that's, you know, just not going to be an issue forever, but to be aware that that can resurface. We've actually had clients get the LEDs for themselves at home, mm -hmm. especially those that have several scars or maybe yep. several family members that can benefit. Yep. So when I take someone through an evaluation like this, it's no different than anything else. And, and I think this is something that we can't stress enough. The, the approach and the procedures that you use to build your profile, your case profile, 
need to have a lot of consistency to them. We call it structured flexibility, right? There's a certain structure, regardless of what the thing is that brought this person to you, you have to have your case history system survey. In our office, a heart rate variability test to make sure the status of the nervous system will even respond predictably, because that's where most of these, you have to start there, regardless of the symptoms, right? And we have to understand that colitis is a symptom. Mm -hmm. uh, itis is inflammation. Mm -hmm. There's something that she's either been exposed to, so we have to think in these terms. She's either been exposed to something driving the inflammation, so it could be metal or chemical toxicities from her environment. We don't know exactly where she lives. She might near, live near a plant um, you know, that's producing or belching out something into the environment. Mm -hmm. um, air, water, and food quality. Obviously, these are all factors that we must have a system in place to identify. So she could have some metal or chemical toxicity in the gut. Uh, people that profusely sweat, or pe people that you know urinate profusely are always urinating, uh, or people that are having diarrhea or vomiting uh, or skin rashes, the body's trying to expel something, okay? It's trying to either expel it or it's trying to let you know that something's there, okay? Mm. Uh, this body is very, very, uh, responds really well to common sense approaches, okay? <laughs> so think in terms of those, of those areas. So we talked about with her, we talked about really looking into and exploring the self-exam at home. Mm-hmm. For yeast fungus, yes. we talked about, you know, does she have wild or vivid dreams? Does she have pets? Does she have a real bad itchy nose all the time or itchy backside? Um, mm -hmm. You know, is she getting... Common concerns for parasites. Common concerns yeah. for parasites, yeah. Because she feels hungry between meals. She doesn't feel satisfied. She's afraid to eat fiber because of the, the um, increased peristaltic action that fiber will give the bowel because it is to the bowel what... The plates on the weight machine are to the to the bar. The more weight you add, the more resistance. Mm. That's what fiber does in the gut. It gives those muscles something to work against. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so uh, you know I can understand that there's some concern there about overstimulating the bowel by having fruits and vegetables. But the flip side of that is she's got to get nutrition into the body so that mm -hmm. she can restore function. Um, you know, malabsorption leads to inflammation. Inflammation leads to disease. That's, those are the kind of the three things that we have to always be aware of regardless of the case or the manifestation of symptoms. Mm -hmm. So when we look at those things and we start adding those back in, how is she going to you know, get this under control? Um, she had already mentioned that she is um, responding favorably to the charcoal caps, right? She seems to be doing okay with that. Mm -hmm. It's calming things down. Um, the ICF-2, uh, either powder or capsule, would be something I would definitely consider as part of her program. To help mop up anything that might be in there that the body's trying to expel, the metals, chemicals, byproducts of parasites or yeast, this type of thing. Um, no indication was really given that she's in pain with this, but there's just urgency. Urgency to eliminate, to get rid of something. Um, almost like a spastic situation going on. And I think just overall doesn't feel good. And just overall doesn't feel good, yeah. yeah. So adding those things back, watching the, you know, doing the self-test at home for yeast fungus. Um, thinking in terms of rebalancing and re-inoculating the bowel flora, the pre and probiotics with bioflora. Mm -hmm. um, you know, getting on some superfood uh, to get some nourishment going, some real dark green mm -hmm. super cruciferous vegetables, powdered form. Uh, you know, it's a lot of protein. Uh, there's a lot of enzymes, a lot of B-complex nutrients in there, a lot of uh, essential fatty acids, trace minerals, to give the body what it needs to normalize, normalize its function and to restore, rebuild, and repair. Plus, if there is a metal or chemical toxicity, 
some of the greens that are in there will actually act like a magnet and help pull that out even better. So, you know, that's the beautiful thing about herbs and herbal compounds is they are medicinal and nutritional. They will help the body cleanse and nourish. They're complete uh, foods uh, from nature that will give us what we need to resolve these cases. So, yeah. I also want to just kind of back up real quick to the candida self-test. Mm. If you are not yeah. familiar with that, it is on our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. Um, you can get a free download um, in the free download section or on the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can actually send that directly to your clients, have them do it yep. at home. Yep. Um, especially right now while people are still, you know, kind of stuck at home, this is a good time to, to have them kind of check for that, especially with our current events and how stressful things have been. People have been moving less, eating Mm -hmm. more, maybe processed foods. Um, And so let's get everybody doing that self-test and kind of see where they're at because we know that candida can really create this domino effect um, and impact so so many different areas of the body and give them so many different symptoms. Throws the Um, hormones off, other additional immune challenges, Mm -hmm. um, metabolism, energy, skin, Moods. Headaches, yeah. moods, body aches. I mean, there's just... Sleeping. Yeah. It's all connected. Yes. So Awesome. I think, though, we had a chance to speak with, with, with Laura, who submitted this. Yes. She's on track. I think she's got her art doing some really good things. Yeah. And um, I think with the superfood ICF2 combination, with re-inoculating the good bowel flora, with looking at maybe a yeast fungus protocol mm-hmm. and or parasite... Mm-hmm. So HP proactive or HP yeast redux, I think that's... You had also things. mentioned Nervine. So can you maybe Thank help you. us understand yes. why Nervine would be a good recommendation? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when you get muscles that are spasming and they're, they're overactive, right? It's a hypertonic uh, sympathetic nervous system. Um, and the Nervine will help go in and, and have a calming effect on the tissue. It has to calm it down. Now, if there's something present the body desperately wants to get rid of then it's not going to calm it down, you know, a, a whole lot, but at least it's going to give some relief in mm-hmm. terms of the urgency, some relief in terms of uh, kind of helping the body just to relax and deal with the stress better. So, okay, awesome. So Thank looking you. at that as part of a protocol is a good idea. Wonderful. Yeah. Anything else on that one? That was a pretty good one. I that mean, was a really good one. Thank you, Laurel. She's got, she's got this, I think, well in hand. I think this lady's in good hands for sure. Um, but yeah, just two or three things to look at okay. and make sure that they're in place and then monitor her response. Okay. Uh, keep, uh, keep close tabs on her. So, um, the, uh, the next case that we had submitted, um, deals with a rash. So we were just kind of yeah, looking at, are... there's some kind of intense pictures. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to find it in the private, uh, group on Facebook for practitioners. So yep. it's going to say natural health mentorship, the practice blueprint group. Um, if you're not in that group, let me know. We can get you added. Yep. Um, it is a group specific for practitioners, but you will find pictures in there. Um, and I can even tag you if you have a hard time finding them. But this was a pretty intense rash. Um, mm-hmm. We were both kind it of in pain painful. just looking at it. Yeah, so it definitely that's got to be um, one of the questions I asked Anna Marie, who had shared that. Thank you, Anna Marie. Um, was does it itch or does it burn? And she said, actually, both. Yeah. Yeah. So that suggests to me that there is a, again, you know, the body doesn't give us symptoms just to play tricks on us, right? It does these things Mm -hmm. because there's something present or something missing, right? The absence of something that should be there, the presence of something that shouldn't. Most people have both. Mm -hmm. So when you get a rash that's burning, 
Mm-hmm. then you have to think about liver and kidneys as the specific organs of the endocrine system that are under stress, which, by the way, if they are, the whole endocrine system is under stress, but we pay attention to those two areas. Okay. The fluid uh, the uh, uh, fluid intake of the client, make sure they're staying very well hydrated. Okay. And then we have to think about metals and chemicals. you got to play Sherlock Holmes with these folks and mm-hmm. ask them, did you in the last six months, you know, depending on how long this is going on, but did you get exposed to someone who was spraying their yard or in the last month or so that, you know, the weather's changing, lawnmowers are coming out, or, you know, did you get a lawn maintenance or have you been around somebody that's been painting the shed or mm-hmm. uh, did you guys get new carpets or, mm-hmm. you know, paint some of the rooms in the house? Something we have to start getting the client thinking about how could they have come in contact with an environmental toxin mm-hmm. that's normally not there and maybe overwhelmingly there for a brief period of time. What about the fact that they're spraying down all of the grocery carts? Oh. They have these gallon jugs and they have big hoses. Yeah. Like That's you would see them spraying. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, we're spreading chemicals worse now everywhere than I've, we I've ever I've touched a few carts that were soaking wet because they had just sprayed them down. And then I watched them do it in a, a refrigerator case as well right onto the food packages and i just thought uh, oh my gosh the chemical toxicity that people are going to be exposed to with all of this cleaning 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 is almost going to create more issues you know yeah that's a good point i hadn't really thought about that but yes getting exposed to those kind of things uh, overwhelming the nervous system uh, creating that gi imbalance which could be a yeast issue too and stress you can have a perfect a uh, perfect diet, as I've already said earlier, you can have a perfect diet, you can have be spot on with your program, uh, doing very, very well, and stress will make this erupt, too. Mm. And usually, and I've yeah. heard that a lot of practitioners over the years suggest that it, wherever you have on the skin, if there's a scratch on the skin, there's an internal area that is having that similar challenge. And so the skin is a reflection mm. of what's going on somewhere else in the body. It could be inflammation, could be toxicity. Right, but there's a challenge going on there, and it's mirrored and mm. can be mirrored into the skin. Yeah. So, um, so that's something to think about too. So again, skin is in Chinese medicine the third kidney. So we think kidneys, uh, think liver. Watch the diet. Make sure she, you know, this person is testable. Um, you know, the, the, there's an interesting pattern. If you go into the group, the pattern is like right in certain areas on this person, right, and it's mm-hmm. just showing up on certain areas. Um, again, it the does arms look, in the back. Mm-hmm. It does look pretty painful. It does look pretty aggressive. Yeah. So again, you might have to do some desensitizing. I don't know if the A search that we just did this last weekend is is something that we've captured and put out there yet. But we are actually going to do um, a brief A search session next Friday for oh, the live. Perfect. Yes. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allergy sensitivity elimination and uh, reprogramming technique. Yes. is what a cert stands for. Thank you, John Bremhall gave that to me in 2001. It's amazing. Um, it's a very, very effective, non-invasive, easy for any practitioner to apply in terms of helping calming down this nervous system mm-hmm. uh, when it's over-responding to basically normal environmental mm-hmm. things that we come in contact with every day. Their system is already in a heightened state mm-hmm. of, of, um, of susceptibility to overreacting to these things and this just really has a nice calming effect and yes. calms it down. My husband, so. you've done it on my yes. husband a couple of yeah. times. David, yeah. He has asthma, he's had respiratory challenges. 
um, for most of his life, mm-hmm. and he was on an inhaler daily um, for quite a while. Yep. Came here, you know, worked on his nutrition, yep. worked on his diet yep. and lifestyle, but then yep. also got acered a few times and doesn't take the inhaler every day, just has an emergency, you know, one for emergencies, yeah. Yeah. and doesn't take allergy medicine anymore. He used to take allergy, he used to have to take allergy medicine every single day. Um, and we used to have to rotate it out, right, throughout this, because he they become yeah. used to it, yeah. right? Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't be effective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it can be really, really amazing. Isn't it amazing what happens when you just let, do what the body needs to perform the way it already knows how to perform? Yeah, it yeah. is amazing. So, it's beautiful. So skin issues, there's uh, Dr. Christopher's is a product line that we use here at the clinic. I really like, he's got some good topicals. Yes. Comfrey salves, uh, yes. complete, uh, complete bone and tissue. Um, you know, it's it's wonderful for promoting some topical healing. So you know, in yeah. looking at something like that, but remember when you do the topicals, you're really just treating the symptom, not really the, so much the cause of that. So you know, it's always nice to you know try to help clients yes. get a little bit of relief yes. while you're going after the cause. Yes. And so just this making is one of those, sure that you're doing yeah. that as well. Yeah, just make sure you're doing. You've identified the causes. It usually takes anywhere from four to six weeks to get uh, parasites or yeast under control, maybe a little longer depending on dietary you know, challenges mm-hmm. and, and changes that people have to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, their stress patterns and other th- factors, their diet uh, is certainly a key in that one. Um, but uh, that's usually what we find with skin issues. Think kidneys, think liver, think environmental chemical po- exposure, uh, parasites, yeast, mm-hmm. uh, watch the diet, clean things up, cleanse and nourish, do awesome. the basics, do the basics. I also would like to um, talk about ICF-1. We have a lot of people doing cleanses right now. And so um, for those that don't know, ICF-1 is essentially, um, it's it's part of almost every cleanse and the cleanses that it's not specifically listed as an absolute needed. It's recommended to have on hand just in case um, because it helps support that bowel elimination and making sure that we're eliminating every day. And so, which is extremely important when cleansing um, because we, we want those, it's trying to remove toxins from the body, right? And if we're not eliminating them, they can recirculate back around in the body, thus making the client feel worse, not better, which, yes. right, the goal is to make them feel better. So it is extremely important that they are eliminating every day. But because of this um, kind of challenge and because we do have a society that um, is chronically constipated, even if they're eliminating every day, they still have buildup, toxic yep. buildup in there that needs to be cleansed. Um, so can you maybe just spend a few minutes kind of helping us understand ICF-1, the importance of taking it, you know, with food, um, you know, if, you know, if it's, if you're someone who goes once a week, you might not want to dive into a full bowel cleanse, right? Let's, let's get you stable with ICF-1. Um, first, but maybe can you just share some of the challenges that occur, um, like heartburn, um, cramping, things like that, and how to avoid that? Yeah. Some of the biggest challenges that people face is they don't understand what healthy elimination is. That's the first challenge. Mm-hmm. And that is common not only with, not only with, uh, yeah, if you want to find it, that'd be great. Not only with, um, with the, um, practitioners but the clients right um, both are a little confused because if you look this subject up you're gonna find that anywhere from well uh, two a day to two a week is healthy 
Mm-hmm. And they're going to they're going to talk about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you know, one of the things that John Christopher, with all of his experience working in the um, working in the um, the the medical tents mm-hmm. during the war, was he you know he always believed in focusing on right here. If you get this balanced out and get this healthy and detoxified and well nourished then the rest of the body is going to follow suit. It has mm-hmm. to. It has to because the quality of fuel equals quality of performance. And so that's where he would always start. And he would uh, encourage them to uh, you know, get on superfood and do ICF-1. You might do ICF-1 for a week or two. You might do it for a month or two. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. That's one mm-hmm. of the things, too, is really come on display more so with the cleansing, you know, right, the cleanse yeah. and nourish group that you've got put together, mm-hmm. uh, and really getting a lot of people actively involved in mm-hmm. doing these cleanses, is that some people can do one ICF one, and they don't experience anything. Go to the next day, go to two, and see a little shift in the bowel movements. But if they go to three, then it's almost like liquid. It's almost like whoa! It's too like much. overshot it the mark. It feels like too much. Yeah. It feels like or seems like too much. So what happens is, is then they get a little hesitant, and it's like, oh, did I do something wrong, or am I having a negative response to it, or whatever. And what I've been trying to get people to understand is, look, if you go to two and you have an experience that's an improvement, just stay at two for a while. Yeah. Just stay at two. I mean, the directions are, they're, they're not set in stone. They're not, you must do it this way, or nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You can introduce these too soon, sometimes get a little overwhelmed, like with the African bird pepper, Right, the other things that are in there, uh, bayberry uh, herb, which will will improve that peristaltic action. You get some of these nutrients from this formula in there that the system, the environment's not used to. It's like, whoa, we're, it's time to go to work, yes. and that's what you're asking it to do. Is not yes. just to act like a, um, it's not acting just like a, a laxative, but it's also it's food designed herbal food for the entire. GI it's track. strengthening it mm-hmm. and um, cleansing at the same time. Yep. And Promotes so healing. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so it's kind of bringing on display that that's not performing optimally. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like if you think about it, like you were saying, it's kind of like you know lifting weights at the gym. How that works yep. out your muscles, right? Yep. We're building, we're rebuilding that strength. If you go to the gym and do weightlifting, you you may be sore the next day, yeah. but then you're now stronger. Once you recover from that soreness, yep. as and long so as you consistently keep doing exactly, it. yeah, mm-hmm. and so that's going to um, kind of gently rebuild up that mm-hmm. strength, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there's those experiences that we have to be aware of. Um, you know, going on up to on them too fast, even though the directions say increase by one a day till you hit the desired, huh? right, the desired outcome. Some people you can go one or two and then stay there for three to five days. Mm-hmm. And then go three to four and stay there. So, you know, mm-hmm. people are, the, the peristaltic action, we have to remember when we go to public school, we're, we spend <laughs> this the, is a good example. Well, yeah. it's the truth. I mean, we spend the next, up until the age of seven years of age, right? We're used to being able to just go to the bathroom whenever we want to. You go to school, you got to start asking permission. It's embarrassing. We learn this trick called holding it. Mm hmm. And then we spend the next 12 years ignoring mm-hmm. the signal that the body needs to have an elimination. So true. And so by the time these, these youngsters, these teenagers are coming out of, of high school, they think, because it's, it's, now it's normal, the new normal, right, mm-hmm. is because they never knew what the real normal was to begin with, the new normal is if we well, have a bowel movement once every two or three days, that's fine. Yep. 
and can understand why their health is so deteriorated. Mm -hmm. At 18, they're getting diagnosed with congestive heart failure and mm -hmm. obesity and type 2 diabetes and all of these things that 20, 30 years ago we thought was an elderly person or an older person's right. experience Challenge, in life. Yeah. Yep. And you know, in their 50s and 60s, they're feeling this way. And we got kids in their teens and their early 20s feeling this way now. Some of them sicker than those in their 40s and 50s. Uh, yep. Or, yeah, or 60s seen, or 70s. Yeah. We've seen that a lot, where grandparents are healthier than parents, and the parents are healthier than the grandkids. Mm -hmm. um, or the yeah, and yeah. That, that's you know, and you'd think that youth would would equate to uh, health, and it doesn't when you're dealing with uh, a malnourished very toxic laden even mm -hmm. now more so than ever yes uh environment um that people are trying to trying to overcome so icf1 is truly like there's a in our book that you know there's a flyer in there called death begins in the colon yes and it's and it's a write-up of 52 different physicians from around the world mm -hmm. at a conference and they were comparing internists and and general practitioners and endocrinologists and they were comparing mm -hmm. notes of how their people their their patients were performing. What type of symptoms yes. were the most common? And here's what they found, whether it was digestion, whether it was hormonal, mm -hmm. uh, metabolic with weight loss issues, mm -hmm. uh, energy, cardiovascular, right? Mm -hmm. uh, chronic immune system challenges, the top you know, five or six things that these physicians deal with that we all as practitioners see on a regular basis boils down to the health right here. Yeah. What is the status and the health and the ability of that gut to perform its functions daily. Most people think that the bowel, that the large intestine is just a big waste tube. That's all it does, just get rid of that waste, that's it. Most people don't realize that the B vitamins are conjugated there, they're produced in the gut and absorbed, that the, the bowel will pull the last of the fluid out of the food you're eating and recirculate that so that you don't dehydrate. It has actually is involved in producing antibodies for your immune system. There's a lot of work going on in this 26 foot of piping, mm -hmm. um, 20 foot of it for the nutritional, um, you know, pulling that out of the foods when the small intestine, but the large intestine is not just a waste tube. Yeah. It is that and much, much more. Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot more to it. So when you use an, a formula like ICF-1, you're asking it to improve elimination, mm -hmm. which can stir up toxicity, mm. which can then start, you know, nauseous, heartburn, bloating, a little bit of headache, maybe some sweating, right? Um, if you go about it too fast, you can get too much urgency, right? So it's one of those, it's, it's extremely effective. It's really important for everybody to follow, mm -hmm. uh, you know, three to four times a year. Uh, once a quarter is the ideal scenario with that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it's, it, there's a ton of toxins that are going through there. 5% of the toxins produced by the body are eliminated through the bowel, but that 5% is more toxic than the other 95% combined. Yeah. And so we live in a country that's very um, common, unfortunately, uh, for colon rectal cancer. Cancer, mm. um, you know, there's uh, there's just so much to this that I mean, we could spend yeah we spend a weekend on just bowel health. Yes. And you know why that formula is created the way it is. You know, cape aloe leaf. Why would you put aloe leaf in a formula? Well, it's wonderful as a natural anti-inflammatory. It's a healer. It's it, it pulls it, it pulls uh, toxins out of the system for elimination so it has it has mm -hmm. wonderful properties and so when you put all those things together which is one of the things though i loved about uh, dr christopher was mm -hmm. he he didn't believe in single herb approaches to things he loved 
blending and putting this and matching that with this and this will support this part of the body and that and when mm. you take those together synergistically everything works better yeah and it's more complete and it gives the body what it needs so icf1 is one of those required um, pieces of the health journey to restore your wellness so yes as is uh, daily bowel elimination yes. You can also find uh, the Death Begins in the Colon along with that Candida self-test are both on our blog on our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. Or if you have questions, feel free to reach out to us. Um, We thank you so much for joining us. We do this every month. If you have questions or challenging cases you would like to submit, please do that. Um, with us via the group or you can email it to me um, or message it to me whatever's easiest for you we thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time take care thank you for tuning in to this episode of practice blueprint the podcast in order to get connected with us by way of facebook or online or with our linkedin accounts check us out at our website countrydoctorwholesale.com it's countrydoctorwholesale.com There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.